0: manilow on facebook and like reading posts about barry (laughs) manilow
1: that's what i'm saying like who this like thinks of a hashtag and then goes i'm gonna search what other people have written about that hashtag
0: (laughs) (laughs) and that is what i'm gonna do in my time right now (laughs) 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 yep it's
1: like just think of anything like yeah like rainbow ponies you, you look up that hashtag, and then you go, "Oh, I wonder what other people have written about rainbow ponies." <laughs>
0: yeah, you have a thought that you can hashtag with rainbow ponies, right? Like you're talking, but do you, do yourself after creating the hashtag go on and, to see right after yeah.
1: you've written the the best rainbow ponies post that you can think of. Do you later go, "Well, what does other people have?" <laughs> or
0: or are the people that are just looking up the hashtags? Mm. Rainbow Pony fans that are like, you know what, l- let me hear what the buzz is about Rainbow <laughs> Ponies right now and they happen to see your post.
1: <laughs> What's the climate on Rainbow Ponies? <laughs> and they use
0: Facebook as a bar- barometer for,
1: for Rainbow uh-oh, ponies. it's too hot right now. I shouldn't post anything <laughs> about Rainbow Ponies. There's been too much talk about it and I can't talk about Rainbow Ponies are, right now cuz it's trending. Too, it's re- trending. It's too hot. <laughs> Man, have you ever thought to yourself, "I I wish I could start a trend."
0: Yes, yes. I have.
1: What trend would you want to start? Not on Facebook, like not a Twitter trend, like. <laughs> but I guess you could think about that. Like, would you want to start a a hashtag that just went viral,
0: mm,
1: or want- an actual trend, or how about like a catchphrase? You know, like <laughs> my own little catchphrase, like, um, instead of like you know how you doing can i do this? bazinga pretty good it's pretty 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 good well
0: that that's I, kind of making fun of that thing of, of that right of, of catchphrases wubba, wubba, wubba. <laughs> isn't yeah, wubba, wubba
1: yeah dub dub already a thing before rick and morty oh uh, yeah maybe not yeah. I think that
0: was them making fun of catchphrases. Yes. Like, <laughs> well, we're going to make a stupid-ass Wubba Lubba Dub Dub a catchphrase, and people are making shirts out of it. Morty, do you know what Wubba Lubba Dub Dub means?
1: Uh, that's just uh, Rick's stupid uh, nonsense catchphrase. It's not nonsense at all. In my people's tongue, it means, I am in great pain. Please help me. Well, I got news for you. He's saying it ironically. My
0: own, um, if I had to start my own, I don't know, man. I don't I don't.
1: I thing don't many things can, that I like, think many con- people should do I don't think you can consciously do it Where you like suddenly think Like okay I'm gonna wake up And I'm gonna create a catchphrase No it's like you start saying it And then over time People just go Oh I'm gonna start saying that too Or that guy says it Man he's hilarious Like okay like with, with Snoop Dogg With the Fushizzle Okay. He was probably saying "fuschizzle" for eight months before people were like, "Man, that's funny how you say say 'fuschizzle' all the time." I'm gonna start now saying For Fuschizzle, dizzle. They're
0: kind of like um, verbal memes, a mm-hmm. little bit, right? Like you see, you see, you see, it somewhere, and you're like, you want you start incorporating it in your life.
1: Like I remember, I was on the playground, or when I was in a, you know, maybe eighth grade, ninth grade, or whatever. One summer, me and my friends, we would always bike. You know, it would always BMX bike. Just all the time. And we had this one little area down by, like, you know, the um, the river runoff that had, like, jumps and, you know, ramps and stuff. And then, like, all of a sudden, suddenly all these kids just started saying sick all the time. Like, oh, that's sick. Oh, that's sick. And you're like, where did suddenly sick come
0: from and but when you try to use it you I can't you can't say sick man. you're still saying sick we moved on to dope already what <laughs> the fuck are you doing <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> i've been looking for opportunities yeah man we're t- we're saying
1: totes now right <laughs>
0: yeah I'm i've always been a little late to those for, for the
1: From the slang parties?
0: <laughs> yes. I'm always in the window outside staring in from, <laughs> from the slang parties. Cause, uh.
1: Where's the beef, guys? <laughs> Shut the fuck up.
0: <laughs> I, I'm never the one that has a, the perfect opportunity. Like, oh, man. So, yeah, I, I've had cousins <laughs> that, that came up. Okay. I had a cousin that he would find key elements of the situation, and he would break it down to, like, Let's say we were chilling right now, right? And we're talking about weed. He would be like, in Spanish, he would go, oh, the essence of weed. But then <laughs>
1: he would turn that into. How do into, you say that in Spanish?
0: Ah, oh, la pura esencia de la mota.
1: But that's only because
0: we're talking about weed. If mm-hmm. we we're talking about anything else, he would be like, oh, the pure essence of what like, it sounds. <laughs> if I try to say it, it sounds so stupid. But when he said it, he sounded cool as fuck like, <laughs> like, yeah the, the pure, it's like when a cool black dude drops like you know jive turkey or something like that like it's something only they could get away with it i could never get away with it
1: right, when they just straight up say nigga you're like whoa that's I, sweet man i wish i could say that big words <laughs> 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 no, I,
0: i'm part black so i probably could
1: get away with it a little right, bit right and, and not only that
0: but i feel that hispanics from an urban community could, could probably Kind yes. of get away with Probably Yeah a little bit. It's
1: probably anything But white
0: I wouldn't risk it Still
1: Like mm, anyway. mm. I wouldn't feel
0: But yeah I've
1: always I've heard a few Asian people say it They yeah, drop it yeah. like They drop it Like it's nothing mm-hmm, Yeah mm-hmm. <sighs> Hello and welcome everybody to This Comics Life. This is your host, D. Williams, a.k.a. Daryl Williams, a.k.a. Dumbass, a.k.a. a little drunk, a.k.a. a little inebriated, a.k.a. whatever you want to call it. But I am here with my ever faithful friend and fellow stand-up comedian, Jose Juan Pasos. What up, what up, guys? Thank you for having me, Daryl. And do you like to be called Jose Juan or do you want to be called J.J.? Jose Juan or JJ. Whatever is easier, man. Or I what about, like, to be Jose or Juan? Nah, nah. Nah,
0: you don't want one or the other? Nah. Yeah. JJ or Jose Juan.
1: That's awesome. I always like the confusion of names. I always like how, like, people say, like, oh, don't call me this, call me that, and you're like, okay, well, why did you uh, introduce yourself as that?
0: <laughs> In reality, you could call me whatever you want. But right. preference-wise, JJ or Jose Juan.
1: I like to be, like... Just because I'm a dick, I always like to say like half the time like D Williams, and then the other half it's like Daryl Williams. It's like
2: yeah,
1: so. I just like to read the crowd. Like sometimes I'm like yeah, I'll be I'll be Daryl for the night, right? right. And other nights it's like no, nah, I want to be D. <laughs> Plus, you you want to give up part of your identity
0: and lock yourself into one of those names? You know, you sometimes you feel like a Daryl, sometimes you feel like a D.
1: <laughs> <laughs> sometimes my girlfriend feels the D. There you go. Damn.
0: <laughs> Doesn't doesn't ah? Oh, can I give you the J. Doesn't sound the same it yeah, doesn't have the same. No, no,
1: no. It's always funny because uh I I had uh growing up my friends just in the circle it was called uh they would always call me the D. And it was only because like they would call me D at first and then at some point we were high and we were just talking just, you know, one night about like just stupid shit and then I just said like when do you think The Rock became The Rock? Like, do you think he was called Rock for a while and then suddenly he became The Rock? Like, there was a lot of other Rocks, but then he became The Rock. And then they're like, yeah, I don't know, but now you're called The D. Like, now we're going to call you The D
2: because
1: you brought that shit up. <laughs> That's funny,
0: but you're not gonna get me to call you the D though. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that right now.
1: Respect you know. <laughs> and what was so funny is that like cut to like three years later, everybody started c- thinking of like the D as like, Oh yeah, he's giving them the D and, and that was like, Oh, my nickname was like before the trend. Like we all I'm my nickname was almost <laughs> the trend set. <laughs> it was based on. Yeah, it was based we're on, give on him me. The yeah, D. people were
0: there. We're gonna give him the Daryl. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be awkward. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be very disappointed. Gonna be
1: disappointed. <laughs> we're gonna give him the Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna wonder why didn't we get more? <laughs> G- girls started calling it that, and then we just we just picked it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: man, that's awesome! Man.
1: I have a bit about this, and I've, it's gone over a little bit. But uh, it's one of those things where I've said, uh, "Yeah, isn't it weird how like the one race that should get offended is the one race that's like using the word nonstop?" <laughs> yes, you. Ha- I. Lo- I- you're playing it in the kind
0: of way where you're making them people think that you're about to say something about the N-word. <laughs> yeah. When you go the other way. With I the, go retard. Uh, retard right? Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> but even then, I have also like a midget thing, too, where like I've heard so many midgets. You hear talk- them? They're all the way down there. <laughs> yeah. i the <laughs> stop telling me I'm a midget. <laughs> Some use a fucking loud phone. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like they use it all the time. They use that word nonstop. But then like if you call them a midget, they're like, what the fuck? No, bro. It's little person.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, I feel like if they knew you, and you know, <laughs> I know him. I know him. I I've known a little person. His name's Brad, and we go back way back, like at least twelve, fifteen years. And uh, the only time when you can call him one is if he's drunk. Like if he's really kind of tossed, and it doesn't take him much to get tossed, which would be. I think that's the one thing about being cool about a midget is that you're, like, a lightweight. You could get drunk with a fucking dropper. (laughs) You get, like, like getting drunk with a midget is like getting drunk with a 16-year-old girl. It's like two beers in and they're already ready, like, to take their pants off and, like. If I go and try to fuck the
0: next midget I get drunk with and he gets mad at (laughs) me, I'm going to tell him. It was only because (laughs) Dee Williams told me it was going to be like
1: Yep, (laughs) yep. No, but that's the thing. Like, he would call himself a midget all the time, but nobody else would dare call him a midget. But now why and, would
0: you want to call him a midget? Like
1: Um, just because w- I don't think it's – is it really that offensive? Like, the word itself. Or like,
0: use, use the word around them, not necessarily call them like, that. Like, if but.
1: you said that, you know, that was a midget tree or a midget race car, people wouldn't be like, uh, you're using the wrong vernacular. It's I, a little tree.
0: <laughs> I don't mind those. I don't. I don't think I. I, don't, I, I would have. I would. I would defend those uses. Uh, I wouldn't defend like calling a you know, midget it's a midget. Like
1: like the n word. There's no other like. Oh well, use that in a sentence that doesn't mean hating black people. <laughs> uh, but I midget saved works. All in... All my niggas from the fire.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but then you can't say like with retard. You can. You can say like that man or that song was retarded it slowed down
0: you know it was what if you say thank god that retard saved the world
1: <laughs> i think that would be all right because nobody could deny like well that's You're i mean it is he, and he did save the world, <laughs> it's the world like, <laughs> like you can't fault him on him not saving i just it. picture
0: a mob of like Down syndrome People like Trying to surround (laughs) me And me giving this argument And them going Okay Nevermind Yeah you have a good point They they go Hey he does have a point right there Doesn't he (laughs) Alright We
1: won't kill him
0: I am highly scared of them They're strong
1: (laughs) I love how too Like Instead of like saying I'm making fun of a retard By talking like that No you're saying No I'm making fun of a deaf person it's a difference. <laughs> it's a different thing. They're totally different. And you, and you can make fun of deaf people because they're just disabled. And in fact, like, disabled people want to be made fun of to feel like they're normal people.
0: They're like the roast me pictures in the internet. Exactly.
1: Right? <laughs> Especially with that key and pill sketch. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely that. Like, <laughs> what, you don't think I'm cool enough to be roasted? What the hell? Oh, man. The- do you ever want, like, do you feel like that would be, like, something like an uphill battle if you had to roast battle somebody that had, like, a, a physical disability? If you I went up about against Joe Rell or,
0: or... You, I, for me to do it, I would have to have a lot of confidence in myself. Like, I, I wouldn't be a, going into it thinking he'd be an easy target. Yeah. Because that's how you fuck yourself. That's how I and think. every.
1: You know, it's real easy to fall into like just a a stupid, like, okay, everybody's thought of that premise.
0: Exactly. Yeah. You're going, you, if you're always going to be easy, because all i will just going to do is do that. Like, no, it's not. You can't just say, like,
1: hey, it's in a wheelchair, guys. It's not going to be, that's
0: not funny. (laughs) So, yeah, personally, I'm not smart enough to to battle somebody like, like Joey Rowe. But yeah, I I think it does make it, it it doesn't make it easier. It makes it harder for sure.
1: Yeah, and it's almost like it would almost be more satisfying to win without a handicap joke almost. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to
0: have good handicap jokes once too. You True. Can, you can It's almost like you without can't without avoid making, it. You can't avoid it. Yeah, for sure you can't avoid it. And if you go there, you you got to go there. You know. With all a the purpose way. all the way yeah you can't pussyfoot and or you know Haha, look what i got away with guys. what was this say that again An idea for a script <laughs> yeah from the remember the movies uh, the clean eastwood movies the get the, the man spaghetti with no westerns name? Uh-huh. the yeah. man with no name right well it was kind of like, like a take on that the kid with no name nice and uh it was uh based in a world where Video games, and not only video games, but just games in general were, were everything. And this kid dressed in, like, Western outfit in this, like, semi-futuristic place kid. You could challenge him at any game, and, you know. He, right. You could, could bring out Tic-Tac-Toe with him. And the thing is that he, like, the the first scene was him going into a saloon, you know, all badass and ordering a drink and fucking one these thugs wanting to start some shit. And I think the first fight was... Um, thumb wars
1: one two three four i declare a thumb war five six seven eight i will make your knuckle ache. Right. A
0: <laughs> then the, um, the second encounter that because after that fight he goes into a quest right mm-hmm. you gotta find mm-hmm. mr big or whatever right and uh the second fight to looking for mr big is uh rock paper scissors and it's like a fast you know it's like fast draw rock <laughs> paper scissors <laughs> so not only do you
1: have to get it right, but you have to get it out first. I,
0: I, didn't, I didn't establish any rules. It was just the aesthetic of the of right. The,
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about details
0: here. Details, <laughs> uh, The last final showdown was going to be a fight between the, the big boss. You know, Rude Morales. Yeah, yeah. He's he was my main bad guy. <laughs> he, he dude. The dude was ready. The day that we filmed. He really? To, he so came you came actually made this. We filmed a couple of scenes. We filmed the bar scene and we filmed uh, Rude's scene when he's in the office. Awesome. Hearing about the kid coming for him. and Awesome. Shit. I <laughs> and would
1: love to see that footage. It is I would love to see
0: that. Rude in an, uh, in an office in a suit. I'd love to see in him fucking, in a suit. Right? He has a fucking perfect face for a suit. <laughs> and, and my dad has a bunch of cowboy horse decoration shit. And I, I, we filled the office with nothing but... For some reason, he was obsessed with horses. And each scene, he was like petting a horse statue and shit.
1: <laughs> hey, motherfucker. Well, what we got here right now is a fair to communicate. You hear me? All right, motherfuckers. You better act Act right. Act right. Right, right, motherfucker, get that shit straight! In a row, over here, there, there, and there. He's like a bond villain but holding a horse <laughs> instead? Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the last show that was supposed to be between him and the kid, and it was uh, Rock 'em
1: Sock 'em. You can Rock 'em Sock 'em with the Rock 'em Sock 'em Robots by Marx. <laughs> Alright, I want to get into some, uh hypothetical what would you do scenarios uh, they're going to be really quick uh, but hopefully hilarious alright All right, the first one is you are in Vegas with your significant other and you meet Robert Redford at the end of the night he propositions you a million dollars to have sex with her what do you do
0: besides be offended that he didn't Offer me, fuck me first, like, like <laughs> yeah. I could. I know you, I could. Don't, you don't get the million for having sex with them. No, you like, don't. I know I could find all those balls better than she can because I have balls. I know how balls work. You know, so I know I could do a better job just in that <laughs> particular section. So I would be offended that he doesn't give me the role first. But yes. then I'll come to terms and be like, "You're Robert Redford. You probably have AIDS." Well, what if he lets you watch? No, I'll do it, bro. I'm. I'm not saying no. I'm not telling <laughs> it. Bro. You don't gotta sell you, me. You there. don't need to watch. Or oh, oh, you're gonna pay
1: me too? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I would let you have sex with my girlfriend for free. You didn't oh, you, to- you're an actor. You say? <laughs> 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 oh, you're famous. You actually? Been- what movies you been in? <laughs> the Sting? No, you hadn't been in that shit.
0: No, but taking the the question seriously and
1: even t- taking other celebrities what into consideration. Any- person did, not just a celebrity, just somebody said, Hey, I'll have I'll give me a million dollar if I can have sex with your it wife. It depends
0: if they're better looking
1: than me or not. <laughs> <laughs> if they're way handsomer, like of course I'm gonna charge you, dog. I always liked that too, that he like propositioned Woody Harrelson instead of Demi Moore. Like why didn't he just say like hey Demi, why don't you do you want a
0: million dollars? If you want to do business with the zoo, do you <laughs> talk to the animals or do you talk to the owner, dog? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like I always love the fact that it's like Demi didn't have a choice in this <laughs> She just like <laughs> Well, I guess I'm having sex Because he uh, said so <laughs> You see that
0: trash can over there? That's your comment section You can write whatever <laughs> suggestion you want Leave it in there, we'll be talking right here About your future, okay? <laughs>
1: but I don't want to suck Robert Redford's dick You write that on a piece of paper <laughs> And you put it in that suggestion box <laughs> Back to in about three weeks <laughs> But then
0: she fucking Went to the army Or the navy And shit And became
1: a navy seal <laughs> <laughs> Yep Yep That's G-I-G. a fucking Direct sequel dude That's a fucking Direct sequel <laughs> They're all one linear story <laughs> It goes from Indecent proposal To G.I. Jane To a few good men All in one As a trilogy That's a real trilogy If you <laughs> yeah, ask me Yep Yep, a Demi, trilogy. a Demi Moore trilogy. Oh, man. <laughs> She's awesome.
0: But, yeah, that's what I would do in that
1: situation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you roast battled uh, Seth Woodward, and uh, he's a good guy. And you said that uh, it didn't really go that well.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't know if you could call it a battle, first of all, because it was ruled uh, non how <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> uh, do you call it it was like not non- even uh like a disqualification or yes. something
0: you guys are so horrible well it like i said it, i got there and it didn't start so good the moment seth told me oh i didn't even write that many jokes about you bro i'm like okay this is not telling me you're good <laughs> <something."> <laughs> and then and then i got high, but then I got high. Uh. <laughs> no uh when i when i got high it just made me start freaking out about my jokes and i ended up writing last minute shit
1: you like start second guessing yourself
0: mm-hmm. and I, I wrote last minute shit and it turns out the funny part about that me writing last minute shit is that in the roast report the shit that the 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 only thing that got a laugh pretty much was the shit that i added last minute the actual <laughs> prepared stuff like it fell flat on the ground wow cuz i
1: got high, because i got high.
0: And uh, yeah, like Seth went first. He told his joke, and it went it, it went like it didn't land well with the crowd. So it was my turn, and I blanked.
1: And was this in Temecula or at the comedy? Store? No, at the comedy. Store, oh, okay, at the
0: here in Hollywood. Yeah, and it was um, Dave Chappelle. Oh as shit! A, uh <laughs> as a judge, uh, Jeff Ross, as of a course, judge, right? And the Sklar
1: brothers. Yeah. Wow.
0: And I got called Gorch Lopez by, <laughs> by Jeff Ross, of course. I and, love him. Uh,
1: the The Sklar Brothers are really funny, too.
0: I love the Sklar Brothers. Sklar yeah,
1: brothers. And, and they know how to roast as well. Uh, I remember mm-hmm. seeing them uh, as judges a few times, and they've definitely had their, their one-liners.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, they're they're good judges. <laughs> I, I hate it when judges get in the way, but they're really good judges. Yeah.
1: So do you remember any of your jokes? Uh,
0: the one that the one that got talked about on the Rose Report, that they said it got – they how shitty it is. They said it was a pity laugh. Like, oh. the, my only laugh I got, they call <laughs> it a pity laugh. It's it like stab me and then put salt on that shit. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. But it was uh, the last minute joke that I had. It was um, uh, Seth is so light-skinned, and that's from uh, – Years of hanging around the shade of funny people. <laughs>
1: and that's, that's a good one. That's all right. I wouldn't give that a pity laugh. But maybe I'm an easier laugh.
0: <laughs> the problem with my earlier ones that were a little too wordy. Right. And, and that, that's when you fucking.
1: Man, the, the conservation of words is key in any roast battle. I mean, and I think that's my biggest fault is that I'm wordy, too. I'm wordy as fuck. I will say words just to ramble because I'm nervous. And it's. It's my radio-like feedback where I used to do this all the time because in radio, you never want dead air. You're just constantly wanting to talk, and so if you don't have anything to talk about, you just start talking about nothing. (laughs) And it's you're trying to be funny, but you're not. But with joke telling and joke battling, you can't say something in ten words that could be way funnier in five words. No, It has to be the five words. It can't be – and if anything, could you do it in three (laughs) yeah
0: yeah and it's crazy that that's when i take my hat off of the people that that are able to cut through souls with three four words you know sometimes Mm -hmm. it's like perfect
1: yeah like this person is straight up and
0: everybody just goes oh fuck my my (laughs) problem with why the length went a little bit long was because I wanted the 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 cutthroatness and I couldn't get the cutthroatness and in so I had to yeah. like put up a scenario and you know like I don't I, It was like you had to set up a premise yeah, and you're it was like a lot uh, of setup and
1: little little meat at the end. Like Seth has this family member that's really cool <laughs> and uh you know he's kind of all right but every now and then like he says this and then Seth is actually really disloyal. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> People are like leaving and yeah. <laughs> keeping the waitress. No,
0: yeah, and that crowd will let you have it. Of dude. course. That's one of those the comedies, they that smell a little store blood. And it's, like,
1: is, it, it's like if you do not have something that's so prepared and so like just ready to cut glass, you're not going to make it. Like in any show, any, it's not just roast battle. It's not, it's every show there. I mean, they will let you know real quick. Like that ain't funny, bro.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I had like okay, one of the jokes was that um, Seth has been in tough rooms before, but that's only because uh, abortion clinics in the OC. Are not that good.
1: See how long that took. <laughs> yeah. See, see how long this and road. And the fact took? <laughs> that you said "uh," that yep. cuts it right there. As soon as you say "uh," they're like, "Yeah, I don't care what you say afterwards." Afterwards, yeah, you can I don't have. Care.
0: You can have a way better joke afterwards. That you, you're fucked. You, you this mm-hmm. threw You
1: flushed you down the toilet. <laughs> yeah, and it's that. De- it's the delivery. It's the confidence. It's the not just what you say, but it's I've thought of this so much and guess what weed does to your delivery (laughs) yeah it makes you slow it makes you like "Ah, i don't care oh what was i saying oh yeah right i'm I'm trying to roast somebody here (laughs) and that's it just i I would never be like oh weed made me
0: lose this battle but that totally i didn't help myself with that
1: you find out your brother's second groomsman is an alien from outer space right before the wedding what do you do
0: ask him why the fuck he didn't use this technology to get her better strippers for the bachelor party <laughs> like, <dog. laughs> the strippers
1: were bogus bro what the
0: fuck <laughs> you could have fucking uh how do you call it when they they replicate or <laughs> what do you call yeah, it yeah yeah assimilation you could mm-hmm. assimilate it into some fucking hot yeah. strippers bro you don't know what that fat boob chick from total recall <laughs> you couldn't have gotten hurt <laughs> give us some fucking 34 year old honduran lady yeah what the fuck <laughs>
1: some green stripper from star wars i like
0: aliens man so I'm pretty sure if he's a groomsman and my brother, my brother probably knows, so probably I'm just finding out. So I would totally go with it, man. I'm like, what the fuck's up for tonight? Like, what, how are we celebrating the wedding tonight?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you uh, do you like weddings? Do you mm. like aliens? Aliens, <laughs> yes.
0: Weddings, though. <laughs> aliens at weddings? <laughs> Those are the only times I'm accept- I-, I would accept a wedding if it has aliens involved. Yep. <laughs> That's why I didn't mind the first episode of Black Mirror being in a wedding. I'm like, right. you know, I am like, the I am fucking done with that.
1: Right? Yeah, I love, I love weddings. I also love aliens. I wish we could meet an alien already, so we could have fucking something else to talk about mm-hmm. besides like everything else in the world. It'd just be suddenly, if literally aliens showed up, people wouldn't care about Trump. People wouldn't care about Putin. They wouldn't care about the Pope. It'd be like, who cares about all that shit? We're now. Focused on aliens. (laughs) That's why the History Channel
0: has the right idea. (laughs) Showing all those stupid ancient aliens shows. Mm -hmm, We we think they're stupid. They're trying to show us the truth, bro.
1: Yeah, but right now, that's the thing. Until it becomes the truth, it's just crackpot shit. It's like, oh, since we haven't seen it and you're talking about it, it's make-believe. But if you talked about it and we actually saw it, then it'd be like, well, you're, you're... you know, obviously, an uh, educated man. Yeah. On the subject of weddings, are, are you married? No, but okay. I'm almost married. So, I have not proposed, but we have been living together for a little bit. So what's, what,
0: what's your perfect wedding? Like, what would it look like?
1: <laughs> My perfect wedding would be, like, something probably on the beach, probably something with a lot of booze, and something that had, like, you know, enough people there, but not too many people.
0: That's the most simplest fucking wish list Anybody, yeah. And that's probably most guys' shit, right? Like, yeah. Some were nice. Yours is the beach Other that people could be the thing. Some were with booze. And yeah. Not too many, not too fucking few people and shit. Like.
1: I mean, it sounds like pretty California standard. Like, okay, you're at the beach because it's California. And, you know, yeah, you want it, a little booze involved. And I don't know that many people. I don't want to, like, people that I'm, like, if I haven't seen you in 10 years, you don't need to show up. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. Like, if I've seen you in the last, like, six months then you can show up you know
0: i feel that i would do it just to you know to fucking be there for somebody else's fucking wishes because i have no desire to go through any kind of ceremony like right it feels stupid dude if, yeah. it's honestly like i was my brother's best man and just going through the whole thing i, I, fa- I found no sense in any of the things we were doing
1: yeah, it was interesting how I've been in a few weddings, and they're all right. But then, like, being a guest, it's way less pressure. You just get to be there and enjoy the, like, ceremony. Like, oh, okay, these guys, maybe we'll make it Oh, cool. I love going to weddings. <laughs> like that, yeah, yeah. Being the guest, hell yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah.
0: <laughs> hell yeah. But then that's just saying going to a party. You know, you like mm-hmm. going to a
1: party. Yep, a really nice party. A really nice party. And everybody's all, like, you or know, hopeful. Where your, huh, your huh, parents falling. are there. Yeah. <laughs> Shit.
0: When do you get to party with your parents and Hmm. shit? Hmm.
1: Yeah, you've taken a a small
0: break from comedy, but not not completely. Because, like I said, I do go up in the coffee shop by San Pedro at least once a month, and I do keep writing. I do like write whatever you know, little thoughts come to me, and try to in my in my head, I am preparing a set. But I never, I never actually did this, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I've noticed that it's definitely hard. Like, you can be grinding. You can be doing all these things, you know, like going to open mics all the time. But eventually it's like, I want to be booked. I want to start, you know, not just doing open mics. But how do you get to that point where you're just suddenly having people know you, having people see that you're funny enough, and then... S- you know, is it all just hitting up promoters or is it are there ever gonna be moments where promoters hit up you?
0: <laughs> no, yeah. It, I think a lot of that is they're gonna come to you. Yeah, you're gonna you can knock on some doors, but one, once you get your funny down, people are like
1: I think that's my biggest thing right now is that of like instead of hitting up people and wanting them to like politely tell me like, nah it's just not right or not saying anything at all (laughs) i'm waiting for them to just hit me up because i know like if i just had some piss your pants funny jokes i would be able to have people that book shows go hey man you're pretty funny you should come on my show
0: no a lot of the 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 negative feelings or the sadness that, that comes with at least in my case from from comedy is feeling like that neglected of or the of your peers not being you know welcoming of you or or, or having a feel that comedy doesn't have this like training course that it's going to, oh, you know, this is what you're missing and this is, and like, nah, dude, people don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, people
1: don't give you advice, you know, people. And it's almost like twofold because here's the thing. Like, OK, as a comedian, you think to yourself like, OK, I'm going to tell that dude, like, here's what you should say. Here's this tag that you should maybe try. OK, that didn't that setup didn't work. Let me tell this guy what he should maybe do instead and then you think that okay i'm gonna go do that and then you go do it here's how it could go two ways he says oh that's awesome and then does it or more than likely he goes oh that's awesome and then doesn't do it and then resents you for going up to him and saying hey why did you you should change your joke and here's how to do it <laughs> <laughs> no yeah i agree with that i that's i kind of
0: choose my in time and place where or for me to give any kind of comedy tips to anybody. And but
1: here's I've never thought to myself like if anybody gives me a tip ever in this game, I'm going to fucking hate them for the rest no, of my no, life. Like yeah, I'm in your case, I'm going to be like, "Yeah, thanks
0: man." <laughs> any word is appreciated. But I have her learn, learn the hard way. Not not maybe through me, but but by seeing others that that you do get burned by
2: Maybe not by the
0: criticism, but by starting off a conversation. Or maybe you don't know the person. Maybe you're, and, you're, and, and maybe in your mind, you know what I want to. I want to be friends with that person, right? And here's a way that I could help them, so I could put those two together, and we could be best friends. <laughs> I did that
1: once where Brandon Woodruff was battling uh, Tony Barloni, and I went up to him. I didn't know Brandon Woodruff that well. I still don't, and I knew Tony a little bit. And I heard that they're just battling and he was working on some jokes or whatever at this open mic. And me being stupid and like four or five months in, just go up to him and go, hey, you should tell him this. Hey, uh, you know, his beard looks like he was raped by a homeless person oh, shit. or <laughs> something like that. Like, <laughs> And he was like automatically like, who the fuck are you? Like, why are you telling me all this shit? And politely was like, I'm cool, dude. I got my own material that I'm working, but thanks. And then walked away and I was like, I'm a fucking idiot. I'm a fucking douche. (laughs) Like, why would I do that? Why would I just automatically go up to a guy that's clearly funnier than me, that's clearly better and doing way more things than me, and I'm automatically like, I know who he's roasting. I'll tell him a rape joke that needs to be said.
0: (laughs) I think it comes from a place of you wanted, first of all, you wanted help, and second, you wanted
1: to connect. The,
0: I don't know which one was first. But, yes. You know, like, it, it wasn't a...
1: It was more like the connect of, like, right? oh, I'll try to, like, befriend these guys, and they'll think <laughs> I'm, like, funny because I told them a, a stellar roast joke. But it was like, that wasn't stellar. <laughs> it was at the top of your head, and you just did it because you knew the dude he was talking about. <laughs> no, nah, dude, I'm, I'm I went to school in
0: Guatemala, and that kind of camaraderie, you could call it, it's, it's common You know it's, you, you could go up to people And, and start a conversation and, and talk shit like that I think it's kind of Frowned upon here A little bit It's kind mm-hmm. of like Nah dude Mind your own fucking business I'm doing yeah. my shit <laughs> Then I moved on to Tom Likas. And <laughs> my Tom hey, hey, get your lights on. is 101, flash them titties.
1: It's is 101, the ongoing on-air adult education course. It teaches men how to get more tail for less money. More importantly, we teach women how men think. I'm your professor. This is my classroom. Classes in session. This is where we teach the tenets of is 101. Flash Fridays. <laughs> I totally listen to like us 101 especially like us because it was in the late what early 2000s and it was on uh KLSS or uh X yes 97.1 90.
0: I It was a talk him. radio station Yes like, 97.1 FM
1: right. talk yes and uh what's so funny is that he was on uh 640 he was a, he was a like a conservative talk radio host like he would do politi- I never heard that side of him. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I never heard Back that. Back in the day like before he was the, you know, like show me your tits guy. <laughs> yeah, he was my man coach. <laughs> he was the dude that was before like kind of like a not so, not right-wing but like kind of conservative like political talk show host. And then he got canned from K from a uh, KFI. Holy and shit. then he suddenly became this like hey 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 you're like sterny yeah, I'm gonna like uh, you know tell you how to get laid and not have to have to pay to, for women. Like, what was it, forty dollars max or some yes. shit? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> never pay more than forty dollars, and never give her flowers before you've seen her naked. This was blasting on the radio, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at a twenty-three-year-old like <laughs> Jose one and he's like, "Yes, yes." That, that show made me
0: feel like I was just. <laughs> Young white man. Like, for some reason. And did it get you laid anymore? Did you like use his tenants to get you laid? I think because of Tom, I I, I didn't get laid in chances where I could have got laid. <laughs> because he actually I stuck
1: to my man principles. And, he actually prevented you from getting laid more.
0: <laughs> yeah, like even after I was in a relationship, doing like his shit got me in trouble. <laughs> like, I remember he had a whole shit about not not holding the purse. Like um, that was a big power move Right right That shit stuck with me dude I, I would not hold a purse
1: How much do you think he totally did not Buy into his own bullshit
0: Oh he didn't believe shit he was saying no, <laughs> He not that I didn't back know on it. He's like let
1: me just fill these young minds
0: with What they want to hear <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Dump that bitch He's probably the kind that gets
1: dominated He goes paid to get dominated <laughs> and shit <laughs> And what was so funny, too, is that he would do like a wine show on like Sundays where it would be like totally like not the like likest guy that's See, why I, I never always thought- listen to that. oh yeah, if you listen to, that one, if you listen to like Kalo s x Uh, like, all the time, like I did. It's The Tasting Room with Tom Likas. This is where we talk about the world's high-end wines, distilled spirits, craft beers, and the good life that goes with all the good stuff we love to taste. I heard that he would advertise that show, but I I He had, like, a wine show on, like, Sunday afternoons or some shit like that. (laughs) And, like... You'd totally be like, okay, the dude that's like telling me that like I should never like pay forty dollars for a date and I should have her suck my dick in the car before we even get to the restaurant uh is also telling me, but once you get to the restaurant, try this nice Merlot or this nice Cabernet Sauvignon. You <laughs> already passed the forty dollar yeah, limit right there. <laughs> she's <laughs> but have her pay for it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, the that's that was a circle jerk of right, right. People, guys would call in and be like, hey, "I got all this pussy, and I <laughs> have to pay. She paid up, <laughs> <all> right, right."
1: <laughs> Fuck man! <laughs> oh my gosh!
0: Such a huge piece of shit that I. I am not gonna li- good listening
1: to that. Hey, hey, not not gonna lie, no joke. I drove with my headlights on. During a small amount of time and I did get flashed oh, one time.
0: Bless your heart. These oh.
1: these titties weren't the best, but I will say I got flashed. So Papa Tom got you yeah, got you some titties. Tom okay, Likas man. did get me some titties. <laughs> and
0: Dude, I remember how disappointed I was the first day I saw. I looked up Tom Likas online and how he looks. I was like, (laughs) I'm listening to this
1: fucking guy. (laughs) Yeah, this guy's trying to get me laid. That's when you know it's, like, fucking bullshit. Like, his his views might be skewed. (laughs) He would always be on that, like, this is, like, I don't have to look attractive. Like, I got money, and I got fame, so, like people are gonna just show me their tits dude i
0: missed out on enjoying so many romantic comedies during those years i think (laughs) they cut off with me later later i went on a binge of watching like the notebook (laughs) i think
1: (laughs) i think when you're at a certain age you need a guy like tom like to tell you like oh yeah you're a man and this is what you should be wanting
0: i really do think so man that's so frowned upon these days it's like a, that's a, like yeah. a crime these and days, and I always
1: love those girls too that would like call in that are like, "I love you, Tom. Like I flash my titties just yes. anywhere I see like tail lights." Fucking
0: throw your gender under the bus right.
1: <laughs> right? Like I love being a whore. It's so awesome. I don't need rights. <laughs> I'm not voting for Hillary because I'm going to show my tits instead. grandparents show up to christmas dinner with their new favorite swinging couple mitch and vicky what do you do
0: um do i know right away that they're swinging parties or is this something that i learned throughout the night
1: yeah it's it's throughout the night they don't automatically like go, hey these are the guys we're fucking mitch yeah, and vicky you start noticing little yeah shit that it's like why did they come dude then
0: grabbing your grandma's ass and yes, shit like that
1: they start giving each other I kisses sister, first
0: thing we do is. Talk, pull your siblings apart, like, do you guys see what the fuck is going on yeah, right
1: now? Yeah, Mitch and Vicky, who the fuck are they?
0: <laughs> and then we would come up with our own theories, and then we would go and back Nana to And Nana and Pop Pop, what the fuck is that about? Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, w- I would totally call in my siblings on it and be like, trip out on this fuck. I think Nana and Dad are getting gangbanged by
1: these other dudes. I think they're swapping. I think they're swapping. Yep yep and are we cool with this are we like saying nana and pop pop you're you're all good in my eyes are we we judging them
0: and then asking why did they bring them are they trying to get our parents into it how far the line is it gonna go are we gonna get involved at some
1: point do they want to fuck at the
0: party and then you have that that one sister that gets drunk and is not able to hold in the secrets that you guys have been talking about. Yeah. And at some point, he's going, "Do you want to fuck us? You
1: want to fuck all of us? What the <laughs> fuck, Mitch? Mitch, Vicky, what are you here for? You fucking my grandparents or what?"
0: She, none of us thought that. It's
1: just her. <laughs> it. What are you talking about? And then, oh, of course, Mitch and Vicky have to play it off totally nonchalant, like, "What? No, no. We love, we love your Nana and Papa. I mean, they're." Like family to us. <laughs> they give like some non-decisive answers mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. kind of like could be, could be not. Yep, yep. We love them, and we uh, feel that they are a spiritual, uh, we have a spiritual connection for them. But but, but are you fucking them, though? Like what do you mean by fucking like do you mean like having a cerebral bond with one another? Yes, we are doing that. What do you, guys you? think
0: what do you guys think that means? Is, that, <laughs> is something being inserted into anybody that wasn't there before and then being taken out?
1: Are there orifices being <laughs> penetrated?
0: Yes. If this doll was you, <laughs> would you <say? laughs> Oh my god.
1: <laughs> I always love the idea of that like, you know, Old people can change. You know, like, they were wanting to be transgender for, like, 80 years, but then, like, until it got cool, then they're like, well, uh, I'm now getting on the transgender train, like, at 80. Oh, it's cool to swing? (laughs) Now I'm a swinger.
0: I don't... I wouldn't take... Serious if they were all about it, but if they were doing it just because they're getting old, like I see Duck Stanhope doing that one day, like coming out of <laughs> I'm wearing a fucking dress because I'm going to die tomorrow. I don't go fuck. You know? Yeah, that's it's not like I'm... he became a
1: transgender, <laughs> he's just doing it because he doesn't go fuck. You know, <laughs> I'm i'm almost that way where I'm a lot of like, oh yeah, I'm doing it just because I don't care anymore. <laughs> it's not a trend, it's not a way of life. I just it don't mean i a fuck <laughs> like not even
0: one <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you trying to do with your comedy in in this, in this year what what's changed that you feel that you, since when you started to to now like um as far as like the message that you're putting out the stances you're
1: taking i think i'm just doing really like silly observations and self-deprecating stories about, like, you know, childhood and stuff like that, where I'm a storyteller mostly, you know, I've, I've felt like that's where my niche is initially, where I just naturally try to tell funny observational stories that I've witnessed or experienced and then, you know, family stuff that I've done, but then also, like, I don't know, I feel like I'm not ready to do, like, I have complex issues like religion and things like, you know, gun control all sorts of different things that I could step on, but I just feel like at this point and at the rooms I'm in, it's just not going to get in anywhere. It's just going to be like, okay, that was said. (laughs) Now where do you go? Like, because I've talked about religion a a few times about, and not even like, not even like really disparaging stuff. Like just almost like how, like I had a bit about reading the Bible, but underneath it I was reading National Geographic and learning like way more. (laughs) And how like, you know, Everything in the Bible was saying you should do this, you should do that, and then in the National Geographic it was like, Fuck that, you can do this. <laughs> you don't have to wear clothes. You can fucking be a aborigine and wear nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, Isn't that weird? Like how there's these like like and my grandpa was telling me that I should be reading both of them, which <laughs> was like the most country. like, really? If anything, like I should be reading one or the other, like not both. <laughs>
0: See, at least, at least you have that cognition to be like, I know I shouldn't be doing in this room. I got in the potluck at the comedy store, you know, that one minute they give you. Tell me why I chose to use that minute to talk about fucking the Book of Revelations, the joke I had about <laughs> the Book of Revelations.
1: Oh, you only get a minute in the potluck, huh? Mm-hmm. I, th- two, two, I think one or two minutes. Yeah. Two minutes. Yeah.
0: It might be two minutes. Wow. But yeah, you don't get you, know, you don't get yeah, too much. Set. Yeah. 2 minutes normal like and if 40 you're funny comments. they give you 3 minutes maybe if right, you're right. funny.
1: Right. If you're hitting it. Yeah. I've noticed that in a lot of sets like that where, you know, you're you're supposed because I record all my sets, so I'm like I, you know, I clearly kind of know how long my set went. Mm-hmm. And so I'll always notice that like they'll say like 4 minutes or whatever, but then yeah, I've had I've gone to 6 or 7 cuz I was doing well. But Put the public not at the potluck, like, oh, okay. just other open mics. Okay, okay. But then, like, I've noticed, too, like, certain mics that have, like, said, like, okay, we're going to give you four minutes, and then I, like, yeah, suck the dick the first two, and then they're <laughs> giving me the light, and I'm like, oh, I didn't even get three minutes. Yeah, <laughs> like, they are telling me to get off the stage halfway in. <laughs> hey, you can't
0: hate them, man, Cause especially if they're, like, awesome rooms, like oh, Anchor yeah. Bar. Yeah. Like, he needs to keep that crowd happy and oh, going. Oh, yeah.
1: Man. Anchor Bar... It was the best and worst, like shine into comedy, like where it was like it. Because I went to Anchor Bar like maybe like like fourth or fifth time going to oh, wow. stand up, nice. And like I I learned real quick, like oh yeah, this is tough. Like I ain't, this ain't your uncle or whatever. Evan is like
0: a monster for dealing with that crowd for for that long that yeah. many hours in the morning. yeah month
1: <laughs> i remember doing some stupid and i never even played it on the podcast but it's so i just remembered it right now and it was so retarded i can't even believe i did it i so i went into like you might be a stoner jokes like redneck like oh no like the jeff fox <laughs> like straight up like you might be a stoner if oh, you no. Mm-hmm. oh no and in retrospect, I'm like, of course they didn't laugh, you dumbass! Like, dude, but then you see, uh, I don't know if
0: you ever seen Scott Black's. Mm-mm. Uh, he does, he does, uh, uh, I he does a set on a, on a single phrase. He keeps going back to the phrase like, I remember the I seen him do like a three minute set that he killed just saying he wanted to fuck people's feet. <laughs> I'm like, you, I want to fuck your feet. I want to do this and this and this and, this, right, and then he, right. and you those feet I, and he just did that for like the three minutes. He just yeah. said he want to fuck people's feet.
1: See, that's the thing with me too. I've noticed real recently is that sometimes you're overthinking it. Sometimes I'm thinking like, oh, I need to make this real heady joke. I need to talk about like these super weird off the you know beaten path observations and then you're like no a dick and fart joke can work too <laughs> like you could talk about someone fucking feet for f- three minutes
0: and it could kill yeah that room <clears throat> is a fucking exercise on main on how to keep a crowd pretty much for three minutes how to how to like show them a little ball and make them fit chase that ball for minutes. it's not about making any point or
1: getting deep or I did that once where like I I want I go into a, a joke about how I wish I could fart on a bicycle and it would boost me, and it gets a pretty decent laugh here and there. That's but like th- a
0: that's like a starter open micro joke that right. I've heard like seven variations. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But, yeah, yeah, I but here's the thing. So, like, I've turned that into, like, I'll go into the audience and then start asking people to make a fart sound. And I, I'll I, tell I, you how fast it can go. That's an awesome time waster, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you can get stuff out of the crowd and shit. And, and after, like, yeah, it's so weird. It's like that has gotten way more laughs out of just trying to make people make fart sounds instead of me going, like, hey, have you thought about religion and how crazy that is? What?
0: <laughs> yeah, because it becomes about you riffing on on the quality of the trip that's going to be based on that sound. And as you bullshitting them, whatever you could,
1: it's in the moment too. It's in like the moment,
0: yeah. And yeah, people that's like a, to participate. I would. I take. I see that as a exercise mainly on on crowd work. You know, you're, you're yep. not, and shit could come out of it. But this is not to be funny around. This is to fucking learn how to interact with the crowd.
1: And I had one hot chick that wouldn't do it. She couldn't do it, and that was actually the best part because I turned into, like, oh, man, like hot chicks, they don't even fart, but they can't even, like, make fart sound effects either. Like, that's beyond them. They're just like, I'm a hot exactly. chick. I can't even make fart sounds. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even possible oh, out no. of my mouth or my butt. <laughs>
0: yeah, right now what I'm trying to do is rework stories, trying to – like you said, a storyteller. Yeah, I'm trying to. I, I wasn't big into stories, but I'm trying to trying to rework a couple, and try to see how to they fit into the other, yes. and how do they lead into the other.
1: Well, I'm always trying to do that too, where it's like, oh, I don't want to be a storyteller. I want to be this guy, or I want to like, oh, I'm doing too much of this, so I I need a, I need to f- fall away from that. It's like I almost try to give myself exercises in that, just so I can get like funnier all around. Like, don't just tell stories. You got to have one liners because there's going to be a set that you have to just tell one liners. Mm-hmm. or whatever you're not gonna have
0: those five minutes to try to get exactly into like
1: and with storytelling yeah it's most of them are like yeah five minute bits or f- longer if they're like you know going well i've noticed like i can cut them down if they're not early on i was like oh i can't you know like i'm halfway into this story i can't like just say and then it ended
0: <laughs> now have you told a story so many times that you're just going through the motions at times or sometimes that they lose their, their like yeah, they lose feet. their pop for it's sure. A little pop, yeah.
1: I've noticed too with other comics, you can almost tell the first time they t- they're telling this story, like yeah. it's like a, it's just so organic. But there's like, but it's so truthful, and it and there is like just laid out bits or just tags that you're like, man, you've been like thinking about this for a while, haven't you? <laughs> and you just think, like, man, this is so hilarious. I noticed that with Ryan Papazian, who had this bit about, uh, you know, having sex with a, a girl he met on Tinder. And just the, the whole story was just so hilar- just hilarious. And I asked him after the bit, like, man, how long have you been doing that? And he's like, oh, this is the first time I've said it. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, this is already, like, a perfected 10-minute bit. like, <laughs> <Nice. laughs> And it's the first time you're telling it.
0: Awesome when they come wrapped in a package like that.
1: I've had those... Those stories, I had a, a story about a, a getting held hostage from a homeless person that just, you know, got in my car and wouldn't get out of it. Wait, are you holding them hostage at that point? <laughs> <laughs> nope. They uh, they got in my car and and told me that they needed me to drive the Jack in the Box or they wouldn't get out. And it goes into a whole bunch of other stuff. And this really happened to me, like, just one day. And it's just, as it was happening to me, in my mind, I'm like, this is going on stage. <laughs> like, okay. Now, if I don't get killed, I'm gonna say this on stage someday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now here's my question: do, re, trying to, not, not to give away your bit, but if you, why did it go that way? Why didn't it go? You, I mean, did you do it? Did you take the guy where he wanted to go, knowing that you're gonna write a bit about it, and that's why you didn't uh, take him out? No,
1: uh, he actually, I didn't drive him anywhere. It was, uh, it was a girl actually too. I talk about it on the podcast, so I don't oh, okay. mind talking about it now. But it's like, uh, no, she totally was, like, wanting me to drive her to the jacket box. And I was at a gas station. And so she just, you know, after I was filling up gas, like, she just noticed that my car was open and she just got in. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, uh, at first started to be like, uh, I don't, I think you're mistaken. Blah, blah, this blah. is not a
0: drunken party girl. This is a homeless lady. It's a
1: homeless lady because you could definitely smell her. Okay. And was like, oh. <laughs> Whoa.
0: You can smell the streets on her.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, of course, like, before I can say, like, can you get out of my car, she just starts pulling out a crack pipe and then this is blazing it, just hitting it up. Like, And, of course, she was nice and like, hey, you want to hit this too? And I was like, mm, is this the day I smoke crack with a homeless person? <laughs> Probably not.
0: It's important that you ask yourself though. Not <laughs> the fault that you know. You're like, nah, okay, no. Nah.
1: <laughs> because I mean, it, maybe. I mean, <laughs> but you make that choice. <laughs> yeah. No, okay. I got places to be. But that's the thing. So then like I tell her, "No, nah, I'm cool. Can you get out of my car now?" And then she just proceeded to go like, "Well, let's uh, you know, make a little wager. Do you mind if uh, I stay in your car if I suck your dick?" And I was like... Mm. Okay. I see how you <laughs> didn't kick her out right away. <laughs>
0: she she had a case for herself.
1: Yeah, like, hey, let me stay in your car and I'll suck your dick while I'm smoking crack at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> My life may be lacking in, in some ways, but make up with
0: it another way. <laughs> this is the
1: essence <laughs> of crack. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But that's the thing So like afterwards I'm like nah I'm cool I got a girlfriend <laughs> I'm straight And I don't want herpes you know, Yeah call me I'm weird. not saying it wouldn't be good But I'm alright Like, <laughs> cold sores don't look like fun lady <laughs> It's the only second girl that I've ever turned down a head <laughs> Hey you have standards man yeah. Good for you Have you ever turned down a blowjob
0: No I cannot say I have Actually
1: Yeah and not a lot of guys can. No. Nope. So, it takes inner strength <laughs> that I lack. You got to really <laughs> search deep down in your soul and be like, is this the time I really want my dick sucked? Nah.
0: <laughs> I, I look and there's nothing there, so I'm like, let's do this.
1: <laughs> so, like, yeah, afterwards, like, I eventually, like, kind of threatened to, like, hey, I'm going to call the cops, blah, blah, blah. And then she was like, all right,
0: peace out. Nah, but I I could see how you could prolong things just to try to get some material out of that Yeah,
1: like, after I knew, like, she wasn't gonna, like, kill me I'm like, okay, how far is this gonna go?
0: How can I fuck with her to
1: to try to, like, make her
0: react, but not to get her too crazy Like, Mm -hmm. I just wanna poke at her
1: Yeah, (laughs) and I even go into the the joke itself, too, where it's like You know, a lot of people, like, try to ask me, like, well, what race was she? And what, you know... Type of girl was this, and I'm like, really, I don't know because you know she could have been any type of race for all I'm it concerned. Her face, yeah, she could have been white, <laughs> just dirty. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh man, <laughs> like you, I really could not tell what because of so much filth on her. That well, I don't know what race hey, she man. was. <laughs> That's a comment about America and how diverse it is. Yay, diversity. I don't see color through the dirt.
0: <laughs> the essence of diversity. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people are blaming the Trump's victory on that, on the whole... On
1: Tom Likas? <laughs>
0: <laughs> on the backlash that came from Tom Likas, on the whole politically clear, uh, correct you know, uh, environment that we had been living on for the past couple mm, of years. Mm. They're saying that that led to Trump. I, I, I shrugged it off at first. I'm like, fuck you, you can't blame Trump on the PC police. But then the more I think about it, it's like, yeah, man, we've been getting... They've been getting away with saying some stupid shit, like... There is, like...
1: (laughs) Man, I'm not going to lie. And I'm not saying this created Trump or whatever, but I'm just saying, like, I will admit I don't like all that safe space bullshit. I don't like all that, like, you can't say free speech, you know, in in public spaces. Especially now that even Trump's calling for a fucking safe space. (laughs) Yeah. It's just... It's the extremes in both cases. Okay, we have the extreme right, and now we have the extreme left. And an extreme- we all want safe
0: space. How yeah. about that? We all want that.
1: Shit. And but to say you can't say something because I'm gonna not be able to deal with what you said, like grow a pair, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. Shit, like that. Like, like that's Capri- what's gonna happen in the world. People are gonna say stuff you don't like, but are you gonna like stand up to that? Or are you going to, like, crawl under a rock and go, don't say that? Look how offended... Like, the people that I got
0: offended... I, I'm not a sports fan. I don't even... I'm going to butcher the shit out of his name. But that Coppernick dude... Yeah, it's Kaepernick, The only people yes. that are that are mad at him are fucking racist people. Right. Those are the only people that are... And, and if you conceive well, the idea of a racist being offended, it's like, that's the biggest
1: fuck you to all of this. Is like, I learned it's so crazy how like it just comes with intention. Like if you said like, Oh, he kneeled because of all these injustices that are going on and he's making a point and blah, blah, blah. Now we have a problem. But if it's like, Oh, he kneeled because he can't get up because of his hamstring or he's just retarded and doesn't know that he needs to stand right now. It's like, who gives a shit? It's like, where's the intent? Like, Nobody cares about what your actions are unless there's intent behind it. And what's the intent behind it? And the intent behind it is so so non-offensive. Like,
0: his stance could easily be taken as, amen. The anthem is saying some lyrics that I don't feel that are true to my people right now. Right. And I'm in a platform where I don't have to do the little motion that you're telling me to do, so
1: I'm just going to kneel. And the it's not passive. like he's, like, taking his dick out and taking a piss. <laughs>
0: exactly. That's the most fucking passive way of approach yeah, One way, would be like, dicks out for
1: Harambe, Like, dicks out for BLM, motherfucker. Yeah, like, or I'm gonna just... stick out my dick every time the anthem plays. <laughs> just starts walking around and, like, flipping off everybody he
0: sees. Like. And, and you know what? If he did that, I could understand all the arguments. I'm like, oh, yeah, what am I gonna yeah. tell my kids?
1: <laughs> but the fact that he kneels, it's, it's like the, kneels. the same thing. It's like, he pretty much whipped out his dick and you're like he just kneeled he just knelt what the fuck you should be glad that he lives here like bro gee, he was born here what the fuck are right, you talking about right but it's crazy that like him making a stance gets this much coverage like I can of understand one game yes. but then the second game you're like okay who cares so he's kneeling a second time I love like,
0: South Park's response oh to yeah it. South Park's
1: was the this whole season South Park has been on the ball this whole time, yes. Just saying, hey, this is what's going on in the real world. Look at how absurd it is. <laughs> like, this is really happening, guys, and we're making funny We're making fun of it as it happens. But guess what? It's happening it in really real life. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I find it so fascinating to too, the point where
0: they're, they're the ones that are usually so on the you know on the pulse of yes, the shit. Yes. Even they, they didn't think that Trump would win. <laughs> like that's how fucked like that they they said that they would have written a whole different season. Like they they threw Trump in there as a throwaway character. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: yeah. The, Jesus. If you if you throw those motherfuckers off <laughs> <laughs> I said this joke before, but I said uh some kids in Somalia are watching the uh South Park episodes with where Hillary wins. Oh shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wearing the I don't know who even lost the last Super Bowl <laughs> shirt.
1: They're also wearing the like Cleveland uh, World Champs <laughs> t-shirts. There you go. <laughs> Fuck, I knew something sports had happened recently. Yeah. We've <laughs> been waiting in line all day to see Rogue One opening day. Five minutes into the movie, a mob of West Barrow Baptist protesters suddenly bum rush the screen screaming god hates nerds what do you do i yell
0: back at the crowd it's a trap <laughs> that'll be the first thing that I do. then i want to get when i milk my laughs from that i'll start talking shit to <laughs> those i'll milk my laughs first and then i'll, I'll, I'll go ahead. <laughs>
1: it's a trap <laughs> And now let's get those fuckers <laughs>
0: But I wanna get my first. I wanna get my first. Give me my pad back first <laughs> Like I went to uh, the zombie walk A couple years ago That right. they have here in downtown yes, yes And they have protesters there too that They have like Guys wearing yellow shirts
1: Really? What are they protesting? Stop I walking? Have
0: fucking no idea man Stopping zombies? <laughs> Some rule that it violates In their fucking thick ass guy <sighs> book but they're like... I
1: mean, I get, like, the, the gay pride parade. But the zombie the parade... Zo- right? <laughs> Don't it, be zombies. It, it really said, like, repent
0: now and shit like that. And Isn't
1: Jesus a zombie?
0: <laughs> That's my... I started that chant. <laughs> that was my, Jesus was a zombie. Yeah. I started that fucking chant, dude. And, and <laughs> I started getting people to start taking... Instead of, like they were separated from the crowd and like protesting awesome. as soon as i started doing that people started going up to them and like taking pictures with them and shit awesome. and they hated that shit
1: <laughs> 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 i
0: was jacking off at their emotional pain bro like <laughs> i would
1: do the same it's almost like you want to poke it just i i feel that troll pain now where it's like the fact that like oh i'm gonna piss you off i'm gonna do it now like oh it before, when you said it wasn't going to piss you off, I probably wouldn't have done it. Mm-hmm. But when you tell me it's you're going to get pissed off if this happens, well, now I'm going to do it because I want you to be pissed yeah. off. <laughs>
0: no, dude, um, before I ever even tried comedy, I remember one time being out in uh, Hollywood Boulevard with my family. And I don't know. You see all this crazy shit you see yeah. down Hollywood. Yeah. Well, one of the stupid shits that I got to see that day was uh, – It was this little post by a couple of young Christian guys and it was a coffin. Mm -hmm. And in the coffin in the part where there would be a body, if you went to see there it was a mirror. (laughs) Of course. And and the whole message was like, if you don't accept Jesus, yeah. You know, like what the fuck are you gonna do? I can't
1: tell you how many protest like murals or things that I've seen that are like a political statement. Which just involves a fucking mirror. A fucking mirror. <laughs> it's always the look at yourself.
0: <laughs> we, you've never thought about looking at yourself, but now like, that we show you a uh, mirror, you get the metaphor.
1: <laughs> Clearly, and- if people could just see the right path by looking in a mirror, we've but we would have seen the right path a long time ago. Like. And the and the the mirrors have been around for what thousands of years, (laughs) and
0: it's supposed to be this deep metaphor. But if you question them just a little, but they ain't got shit. Like they had a, they had that stand and they had a microphone yeah. for anybody that wanted to fucking. Ah, come so in. it was an open mic. Yeah, yeah. It took five minutes. Fucking <laughs> took that shit. I was like, like <laughs> if you really believe in the fucking word of God, like why do you feel that you need scare tactics into tricking people into believing in tears? You don't think you mm-hmm. would? You rather spread a message of love and understand? Why do you need to scare people into shit? And then they started just quoting by like well Proverbs three. Nah, nah, nah. Look, look, look. Stop, stop. Yeah. Just, yeah. just yeah. tell me, tell me. Whoa. Well, it's because the Proverbs three six. I'm like motherfucker, you ain't got shit. Hmm. You don't have anything to say. You just thought of it was a cool idea to put a mirror up to people in a coffin, and you were gonna get some Christian pussy out of that. Like some the girls at your church were gonna be fucking impressed
1: by that shit. Oh. It's always for the pussy. First of it's all, it has to always be for the fucking pussy. It's so funny to me that like there's always a new yeah, form yeah, of like magic. There's... Yeah, there's always. It's just people want to believe bullshit, and regardless how I mean, it is. How. I would love to be in a cult, not to, like, you know, get to know God more, but just to get a lot of pussy.
0: (laughs) Dude, guys in cults must get have to get laid. That's the only reason they could keep you there, right?
1: every cult is all about, like, we need to fuck all the chicks here, right? Is everybody on board (laughs) with that? We're all fucking all the
0: chicks here? That's how I justify to myself that I'm a decent human being, that I could be in a cult right now fucking all kinds of women in some sort of fucked up situation. But no, I choose to
1: not be in a cult. You're welcome, women. (laughs) That should be a feminist (laughs) turn on. You know, I could be in a cult fucking a lot of women right now. (laughs) But I choose not to, and I choose to try to attempt to have sex with one woman at a time.
0: Dude, I fade away from shit when it starts seeming too culty. Like, Tom it started feeling too culty. I, like, pulled away from it. Yep, <laughs> you
1: know?
0: yep. Uh, I used to listen to Joe Rogan a lot. That shit started. That sure. shit became a real cult. Like, <laughs> Sure.
1: I hope my show can become a cult at some point where people just start listening and go like, "Oh, we're going to have the tenants of D Williams and we're going to I live really by hope them.
0: so cuz if you're in a cult, I could already see myself being in it and fucking a lot of bitches. <laughs> like, yeah, we're in the D Williams cult. Can
1: you give me that. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the first rule of uh, being in this cult is that uh guess what, women? You're getting fucked.
0: That even overlaps don't talk about the cult. <laughs> it's like
1: the first rule is <laughs> The first rule is Get five girls to come into the <laughs> cult because they're getting laid. The second rule is don't, don't talk, talk about, about it. <laughs> it. <laughs> but let's make it happen first. Let's yeah. make it happen first. That's, that's what they got all wrong with Fight Club is the first rule. Don't talk about it. No, it's like talk about it, but then don't talk about it later. <laughs> like get enough people in it. That's how it died out. Nobody talk ever it. talked about it and never spread anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs>
0: marketing is not their strong suit. (laughs) No,
1: no, no. It's called Fight Club. That's two on the nose. (laughs) It should have been called, like, Bully Club or something. (laughs) I don't follow sports nearly enough as I probably should being a a white, uh, straight male, but... um. I wish I did. I just don't have the capacity. I don't understand. Like, like my mind goes towards, like, oh, remember that one scene in Can't Hardly Wait when this guy told this guy, like, <laughs> uh, yes, I said this. And you're like, oh, yeah, I remember that. And then, but it's like, do you remember who played, uh, you know, second base in the 86 Mets? Nope. Don't. I don't remember that.
0: <laughs> Dude, for me, what it kills, the death space kills me in football, like so much shit that needs to happen for them to actually go through a fucking play. Hmm. Like commercials, you know, like we're going to give timeouts. We're gonna be like, they're, they're never, it's never a couple guys playing football. There's, yeah, there's, it's, it's very structured it's for very sure. Fucking, so, that's what gets me about it. Like there's so much cooler shit that I could be watching right now that is not a Budweiser commercial or a fucking timeout of a coach that doesn't know what to do. Like
1: <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like usually the first game that I watch is the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, that's Those the are thing. the only like, ones, yeah. All right, let's watch some um, football. <laughs>
0: <laughs> So-and-so team hasn't won in so many years, and they're in the final. Fuck it, I'll watch this shit, and I'll go for
1: that team. <laughs> yeah, and I always root for the underdog. Like, who's going to be uh, less likely to win? I'm rooting for them. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how you got to approach it, man. Yep. I, I approach it like a movie. It's like, who would I want to see if we were watching this in a movie? Yeah. Of course, the underdog. Duh.
0: You want to see the asshole that you know is going to No, we're not going to want to
1: see the Pats win again. <laughs> they won the last four times. And fucking, of course, Brady, he looks like a fucking villain. You definitely want him to lose.
0: Some of those guys do look like they, they should be cartoon characters. Like, Manning. Manny looks like a <laughs> fucking cartoon character, man. Like, why are Both you of them? A, yeah, both of them. Yeah. They look like a Seth MacFarlane cartoon character.
1: I always love how, like... No matter what type of dude you are, you're always the type of dude that's going to obsess over something. But whatever you obsess over, you're going to hate everybody else that doesn't obsess over that same thing. Oh, I hate the world for not being into UFC. The way right. Not. I'm not into <laughs> UFC. If you are into UFC, it's like anybody who's not in the UFC can suck a dick.
0: <laughs> Why the fuck are you guys all excited
1: that this weekend two dudes
0: are going to fight?
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm in the fighting. Why aren't you guys in the fighting? Because uh, I'm in the uh D and uh rom coms. <laughs> <laughs> you can't squeeze in Cage money? no I can't squeeze Cage. Nope, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm set to watch the next uh <laughs> Love Actually two oh. that's coming out in uh, you know, two thousand seventeen. I can't uh, I can't be bothered with uh, your Super Bowls.
0: <laughs> uh, what is the difference in the title love actually with exclamation part like actually yep. actually
1: actually love actually <laughs> that's the sequel <laughs> actually it's love actually actually is love actually for real <laughs> <laughs> for real that's love actually <laughs> <laughs> have you seen love actually nope <laughs> oh man, you're you're in for a treat. If you wanna uh, you know get some score some points with your uh, girlfriend mm-hmm. and you wanna you, you know special right <laughs> <laughs> Oh you're single. Yes sir. Ah. When was the but last I could enjoy, time I could enjoy a rom com by can, myself yeah, bro. By... No, here's a good first date move. Okay. Oh okay. Netflix and chill move, you know, where you you decide to like hey go, hey, hey lady Whoever you are, uh, f- you know, future suitor of uh, Jose Juan, you're going uh, to come into like a, f- a second date. I'm, I'm picturing this as a second date. Okay. And you're, so you know. enough to impress together. Yeah, you had or... a first date go really well. You know, it was at a nice Italian restaurant. You know, you walked on the beach, got, kind hmm? Did we
0: fuck or nah, did we
1: not you know? no, fuck. no, no, you no. didn't fuck. I
0: left it as a. No, nah, um, you left it as like, like hey. And we don't need to put yeah. that on top of the girl. But you but
1: you, you kissed her on the cheek, okay. okay. you know it was really really chill, really smooth. Probably went home and masturbated fiercely. Of course, yeah, like you that. had to do that. <laughs> you you didn't even wait till you get into to home. <laughs> <laughs> you, you pull out this Burger King, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: okay, okay. I'm just trying to picture where I am in the second date. I I
1: just didn't <laughs> get this much first okay. date information. So, okay, so so you you jerked off before she came over, okay. and uh, she, she shows up. And, uh, you know, you make her a nice, uh, you know, fish tacos or something, you know, a little exotic, but not too exotic. You can't make her Italian because you guys went to an Italian restaurant earlier. So you got to make her something else. What What's your go-to? Kim, damn, took all Italian. Okay,
0: I'll make some something coconut chicken.
1: Chicken? Some fried chicken? No,
0: no, no, some coconut chicken. Coconut chicken. Pineapple. Nice, Ooh, that's, yeah. Dude, girls love... With Shit some, that they don't eat Some usually. pineapple
1: chicken with some nice uh, you know rice or something like that. Yeah, some garlic bread Right. Okay, some I got it. Okay, so she loves that. She's eating it. You got you got her a little sauced up, you know, got some wine in her. And then you move into the Netflix portion. Uh, just a disclaimer, this girl would
0: totally fuck me if we were sober, but just for the rape <laughs> culture people that are out there um let's see we're there what's the, what what's the next move you said and
1: then the next move is to put on love actually love action all you need uh, is love actually I, that movie i just
0: picture a moment for some reason a black sassy girl out of nowhere this time it is y'all <laughs> there
1: is actually no black women i think in this movie that's gonna be the sequel. That's, that's where <laughs> that they missed out. It, yeah, it's
0: nothing but black women. <laughs> but that's that's the move. That love actually is gonna be the move that's gonna allow me to. Eat yeah, this yeah, yeah, food. yeah. Okay. Because
1: okay, it's uh, first of all it's a holiday movie, so it, it's it's gonna be right in the wheelhouse, right around this time of year. Okay, and not only that, it's an ensemble cast, and it's kind of funny. So you know, you got I'm a lot of diff-
0: if I've seen it, can you describe the plot a little bit?
1: It's like okay. You got Hugh Grant, who's the president of Britain. Okay, no. Or the no, prime that minister. That sounds like I should have known that. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, he's being prime minister, and he's trying to, like, hook up with his uh, secretary.
2: Welcome, prime minister. This is Natalie. Hello, David. I mean, sir.
1: But she's also, in this movie, always the through line is that she's a huge fatty, But in reality, this girl's fucking hot. Like, she's not fat at all. Like, she's got curves. Like, she's basically just got, like, a nice D cup. Like, they basically said, like, this girl's fat because she has Ds.
0: (laughs) Okay, so Hollywood fat. (laughs)
1: Yeah, Hollywood fat. And then you have, like, Liam Neeson, like, telling this kid that he needs to, like, buck up because his mom died and to find love in this like you know little black chick I'm in love <laughs> aren't you the young to be in love
2: no oh
1: no,
0: no, no okay <laughs> your mom died go fuck some black chicks yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah,
1: I can see that I have skills <laughs> and then you have Alan uh then you have uh what's his face Alan Rickman and Leah Thompson going through like a maybe affair maybe a divorce your secretary is very pretty Is be careful there. And he tries to hook up with his uh, assistant, but then ends up like not. And then realizing that he loves his wife. This whole little arc. Yeah, there's like himself, okay. it's like an ensemble thing where there's like four or five you know stories kind of yeah. going on simultaneously, and they all kind of intersect. I
0: see like Valentine's Day.
1: Yeah, it's definitely like that for sure.
0: Like you have all aspects of a relationship just separated <laughs> yes and then doubles. Keira
1: Knightley is getting like serenaded by some like douche with like a bunch of cards and he's like telling her like oh yeah this is like how I feel in cards and then she's like yeah I don't care I'm gonna still be with my guy
0: what's your favorite rom-com
1: my favorite rom-com is probably when Harry met Sally I like that movie a lot okay I'm
0: I feel like I'm I'm stealing that one because I'm gonna say you've got Mel, and I feel you've got Mel so rip off of Herman, it's Herman pretty Saddle. close. It's pretty, it's close, pretty yeah. close. But that, that's just the one I saw first, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's you got mail, and then there's also Sleepless in Seattle. Those are like pretty much the two like Meg Ryan, like Tom Hanks things that you gotta watch.
0: Yeah, The Notebook. I was like, nah, this is this dude's doing too much. <laughs> it's too much for my taste. you know what? A uh, a uh, uh, obscure mention of a rom com. Yeah. That I find entertaining. Uh, I don't know if you ever saw it. I'm trying to remember the name. It was with um, with Jimmy... Not Kimmel. Who's the other one? Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Oh, is it the one that...
1: Uh, what's it with with Drew Barrymore? Drew Barrymore, yep. Fever Pitch. I liked it. The yeah. Fever Pitch was a dope It's a Fairly Brothers movie who did all the, like, you know, there's something about Mary okay, and yeah. Dumb and Dumber, like, all those comedies. Okay, like, that doesn't really
0: count, Then. This is, this is a freaking... Romantic but it was comedy. a
1: decent romantic comedy, and I like how, like, it was cool that they made a movie about the Red Sox, and it just so happened to be the year the Red Sox won. So they had to rewrite the movie and totally, like, Holy write shit. in, like, the win and everything. That's awesome. But it was, too. It, I love rom-coms because yeah, they're so unbelievable. They're, like, the count. biggest fantasy movie I'm trying to ever. think of,
0: like, an actual girly girl that I shouldn't like but I liked because the notebook was too much but i know that there's some in that genre that i know Every I fucking Every Nicholas
1: Sparks movie is a little over that over the top <laughs> when it comes to women and how they feel. <laughs> Man, do you think that uh one day everybody's going to be bullied at some point in their life? Like it seems like bullying used to be like oh one of the kids in the whole school got bullied and everybody else was like fine, but now it seems like Every kid is bullied. <laughs> I don't
0: think you could go through life without being bullied, man. No. Life I mean, is a bully. I, I used to right tell there. myself. Life is just a right? big bully. I used to think to myself, like, you know what? I could say to myself that I went to school without being bullied. But then I started thinking about something, You know what? I got bullied that one time.
1: <laughs> and I did something about it, but it doesn't change the fact that I, I was getting bullied at the time of shit. When has not one person been told you ain't shit or you're not that cool or you're... Like, whatever you think you are, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna, Yeah. I think it's our
0: disconnect from looking at the world through a screen and through, you know, that we could control and we could see the words that we want to see and not see the words that we don't want to see. So now we think we could take that control into our whole existence and shit.
1: Well, it's always, like, reactionary to me that, I, in my belief, like, I always feel like, okay, in the 80s, we got this tough love blah 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 and then like that generation was like oh, I don't like that. I didn't like yes. being told I didn't my parents didn't love me or told me to get a job. So now I'm going to raise the next generation as the like the participation trophy safe space generation and now it's like
0: now we have Trump yeah, now
1: everybody's like, uh, "We need whoa. to start bullying again." Yeah, we need to like <laughs> tell people that they're pussies every now in the and world, then. world, we like, haven't
0: put some people in the heads in the toilet in a bit? We need to start doing it again.
1: Like, bully, it really did. Like, it I'll tell you right now. Like, the one person that told me I needed to shave my head was a bully. <laughs> the one guy, like I had friends, like I would always say, like, "Hey," because I'd tell them, like. Hey, should I shave my head? Like, it's getting a little thin. And no guy had the balls to be like, yeah, bro, do it. Just, you're getting, like, you look like Friar Tuck, bro. <laughs> like, you're you're 17 and you look like Friar Tuck. Yeah, to, no. to, to hide from bullies is to hide from the all truth, man. All of the friends, all of my best friends were like, no, oh, no, no, dude, you're you're cool. But the one guy that I would consider the bully, he was the one that was like, Calling me Baldy, you know, call me Friar Tuck. He was the <laughs> one that was like, Yeah, you're a piece- like you look like you're fucking thirty, bro. Like and then <laughs> How old were you when was this heaven, Seventeen. Holy like- shit. Okay. 18 years old, you know, like senior, junior year of high school. So he fucking called it like he yeah, saw Yeah, he, he called like, it. He was like, dude, you got his widow's peak and you're fucking looking like George Costanza. If he said that today, i would be like, oh, fucking offended, Right. Now I could go to the principal and say this guy. Yeah, yeah, totally. But then I started shaving my head and I got, you know, controlled and I didn't bick it, but I started like, you know, buzzing it. And then suddenly everybody was like, oh, wow, you look so good. That that's that's a cool haircut, man. Wow! And it was like, yeah, this guy was saying to fucking do it like eight months ago. What the fuck, guys?
0: Now you know how they say that, that movies don't uh, cause violence. Like, and I agree with that. Like, if you see a violent movie, you don't see right. But movies do teach you shit. Like, yeah, I grew up watching a show of movies that I wasn't supposed to watch. Yeah, and in a theme that I saw in movies was that. Kids in school got bullied. Like so, in
1: my experience, That's every movie, every movie it, yeah. was like the asshole was, especially any high school movie. So in real life, I'm, ex- I'm I was always expecting a bully. Yes. I was, I'm like,
0: oh man, am I gonna get a bully? I hope I don't get a bully. <laughs> like that, that, that was
1: it. Like, and then you get no bully, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. why didn't I get, <laughs> why uh, I get a fucking bully? What the fuck? <laughs> Nobody wanted to pick on me. What the fuck? <laughs>
0: but but like yeah, like I was like conditioned with movies that I was going to get bullied and, and it never happened. <laughs> like <it> never, <laughs> never happened badly. Like there was a few instances, but I, I, I used movies to fucking teach me how to handle that shit. Yep,
1: <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh man. Like I always felt like I got bullied a little, but there was definitely other kids that I knew for a fact like, Oh no, these guys are getting bullied. Like they're like getting tripped by girls. And breaking their arms and shit, like.
0: dude. If I looking back, there was times that I was being a bully. <laughs> like, like, why did I want to fight that kid? That kid didn't want to
1: fight me. Why
0: was I so fucking? <laughs> Man,
1: I can't tell you how many times I look back at like just back in the day. Like I thought, like, oh, this is just kids being kids. But now I look back and go, like, oh yeah, those those were hate crimes. I could have reported that. Yeah, I could have like gotten all of them put in jail. <laughs>
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you want uh, I have a little story I don't know if you want me to tell it or not <laughs> Go for it Alright <laughs> right, so uh, Freshman year in high school I, uh, I come from, from Guatemala My first year that I come here from Guatemala And I stay Every right. other time I'm here for a couple of years Two years and then I go back two years over there mm. This time I'm here to stay So freshman year And I live in South Central right? And the schools there are two packed so we got to get there at 6 in the morning and take some buses to the San Fernando Valley. Right. So that already is the fucking premise, right? The fucking taking a bunch of ghetto kids to the valley mm-hmm, and shit. But, mm-hmm. Well, I'm English at this point. I'm still, I still have an accent. Like, I could use it and all, but I still have a fucking thick-ass accent. Right. And um, I do get called out sometimes on you know. So like, I'm, I'm already on the lookout for it. English class, there's this, like, big old white girl has a little backpack. And uh, she she starts bullying other kids. I see it around me. You know, she starts flicking kids' ears and, like, you know, throwing little paper balls at them and shit. And the teacher's, like, this small Jewish guy. He can't do shit about it. You know, he just says, stop, stop.
1: Is she the only, like, white kid?
0: No, no, no. It's a full white class. Like, I'm probably the only brown kid there, <laughs> like, if anything. And uh, she's she's bullying all these other, like, wimpy white kids and the way like i go into those situations like okay this is like a rowdy bar at a wild west saloon you know like right as long as they don't spill my drink they could fucking fling all the chairs they want you know like as long as that shit don't fuck with me i'm cool and sure enough one day she she started aiming it towards me she she started making fun of my accent and i, I must have said like said word like yellow like ye- yellow you know some shit like that right yellow and she jumped on it and uh but I, I had i had some shit ready i was like you know what i was like you, I, I could probably lose the yeah, accent yeah, I, I had I, I had that insecurity that i was going to get picked on all the time so i had developed that shit of right. like if you ever do this shit to me i'm gonna say this shit to you <laughs> so like she did that to me and she's like you know what i'm i could probably lose the accent before you lose any weight oh that
1: <laughs> a roast battle right, right here.
0: and she threw a book at me <laughs>
1: she fucking that just, is not like, at all. And it
0: was english class <laughs> english books are fucking big she threw an english book in my face and i was like ah Did you get a paper cut i got hit in the face with the <laughs> fucking side of the book i wish i got a paper Binder. Cut. <laughs> dream of paper and me being the intelligent young being man that i was i also had a book in front of me Right. <laughs> so, right. and fucking it was like a a reaction to the lie. she threw one at me i didn't even think about it i threw I frisbee that shit out of her face and it hit her right on the face awesome and she started crying dude <laughs> <laughs> now i'm a brown person that just hit a girl with a book yep and you're the a hate split. crime man. i'm a fucking hate crime man. i run out of the class
1: where would you go uh probably to the treehouse I ran straight into the principal's office. <laughs> That's probably not the place I'd go first. Check
0: it out. I had it all planned out, dog. Because uh, let's pause that. Rewind a few weeks or a week or two. <laughs>
1: yeah. What's the backstory?
0: In the all right in the bus on the way to San Fernando Valley, it had its own little, you know, uh, kind of like social ladder. Hierarchy. Hierarchy, yes. Yeah. Had the cool kids, whatever, nerdy in kids, front, rocker yep. kids. So... I was one of like the out, like nerdy kids, you know. Like I didn't, I didn't have cool clothes. I didn't. So there was cooler, way cooler kids than me, right? right.
1: You believed in aliens, yeah.
0: Oh. <laughs> and um, there was this fucking, there was this kid. I kind of like, I didn't look, I didn't know him enough to look up them, but I thought he was cool because he was a tagger. And ah. I fucking love hip-hop. and <laughs> Right, I, you right. Know, like, so Wow, I mean, you own a, f- a spray can? Oh, you have, a, you have a peace book. You fucking dress in Echo Unlimited and fucking <laughs> shit like that. Dude, I... You have a peachy folder? Whoa. This dude was a little bit of an asshole. Of course. And he would you know, throw he's some fat jokes. He would throw some fat jokes at me. I'm like, dog, why? I love you. Why you got to do that to me? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even have anything to fight with because if I back, this dude's look good looking, you know, and mm-hmm. he, he's a tiger. He, uh, he had been on a fucking tagging spree where you could see his name all around the fucking school. Whoa. So I was fucking, you know, like I, I was in a losing battle with this guy. He would just mm-hmm. pick on me. So cut back to this. I'm running away from this trouble now. Yes. I run into the principal office. Close the door, and I'm like, listen, there's a tagger in school that you're looking for, and I know who it is. <clears throat> I gave you the first and last name right now. If you do me a favor, you're going to hear about a certain girl getting hit <laughs> with a certain book. <laughs> you're going to have to let that go. You want that name? You give me a clean slate, homie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you are already holding up some some ransom. That's yep. awesome. And I That's got out awesome. of trouble
0: and uh, as soon as we were getting back into the bus to go back home they were arresting homeboy <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man and I, and I think about whether I, I'm, I feel guilty or not I ratted him out because I completely became a rat Right? right. I don't I don't really. <laughs> <laughs> I would do it all fucking over again
1: that's what happens that's the thing with rats it's like the only reason they become rats is because they're trying to save themselves they're not trying to like so you're telling them like in The group is bigger than yourself, and you're like, fuck that. The self is bigger than the group. I don't give a shit about the group. There ain't no group in this party. I didn't get
0: arrested that day, homie. I'm cool.
1: (laughs) I don't even know this tagger.
0: Dude, his face of confusion getting slammed against that patrol car would never be raised. How? But how?
1: (laughs) It'd be one thing if you were like, okay, that tagger was your, you know, brother or something. Yeah,
0: yeah. That would be a whole another level of betrayal. But, no, nah, this was some asshole that was picking on me and I had
1: nothing yeah. to say against him. He <laughs> serves him right. <laughs> and I needed a way out of yeah. a horrible situation. Yeah, It sounds like uh, this was takes a good bit of intuition. Dude. It, I think it was. A, I was in survival mode
0: at the time when I was running out of that classroom, and the first thing that hit me is like, you know what? I have this one thing that could get me out of trouble, and I'm gonna use it. It seems like a weird power move to come from a immigrant freshman. Yeah, you know, <laughs> to yeah. go into a fucking principal's yeah. office in the San Fernando fucking Valley, but I did it, man. <laughs> I Fucking <laughs> negotiated my freedom. We should make
1: our own rom com. What haven't you seen in a rom com before? What Do we want to see like a successful gay rom com? Would you want to see that? Is that the next move? A rom com with two transgender people?
0: Yes, but like the girl, they don't
1: know that each other's transgender. Yes, yes. And yes, then yes, they yes. later find out. Oh, you were lying to me about transgender. Well, I was lying yes, to you about that, being transgender. Be this generation. Yes, it's just that they're both. They both used to be men, and now they're going to. Or one was a man and now wants to be a woman, and then the other is a woman and wants to be a man.
0: <laughs> What's that one with the uh, dude that play Wolverine that dies? P.S. I Love You? No, no, that's that's Gerald Butler. Oh. Gerald Butler. P.S. I Love You? I like P.S. I Love You. And Hugh Jackman?
1: And Hugh Jackman. They were both in it, right? I thought he's Wolverine, right? Which Who comes out in it? Hugh Jackman or... P.S. I love you. I don't remember that one. Who's the girl? Huge Jackman. I think it's pretty sure. Yeah. Pretty sure. I. I mean. I know of the movie. I just don't know who's starring in it at this moment.
0: And it's an annoying white girl. I think that was like one of the, the girl <laughs> I didn't like in that
1: movie. But it was like. This do you like movies? Do you like rom coms that have a little bit of magic in them? I wouldn't. Yeah like yeah, stardust like, i don't know if you've seen stardust mm-hmm, stardust, stardust
0: yeah. yep de niro fucking came out of nowhere and i was like what are yeah. you doing here
1: <laughs> that's, a, that's a,
0: a lot of like magic i saw that in the plane it caught me off guard like i, I didn't i wasn't looking for it it just came up to me yeah like, okay let's see what's happening
1: i'm talking about like like liar liar where he just suddenly you know can't lie or like you know what's or the 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 lake house where there's suddenly just a a time dimensional mailbox <laughs> that's a leap that's a, those are two different oh my god okay yes. but it is like okay we're going to try to tell a serious love story but we're going to have an interdimensional gateway in my the form of a mailbox said, um uh
0: something something of the spotless mind Oh yeah, Eternal Sunshine. Eternal Sunshine. There yeah, you go. that
1: what? was a great love story, but it's like, yeah, we're going to be able to erase <laughs> memories in this Inception this shit right here. Yeah. So, I always like that about like certain rom-coms where it's like we're going to have a
0: little bit of magic. And the same dude made like three weirder ones mm-hmm. afterwards. So oh yeah, so the like...
1: Charlie Kaufman movies are always great. They're always a little bit off like the yes. Being John Malkovich. Yep. That one was a little off. Uh adaptation. Do you ever see that movie? Uh is that the Nicolas Cage? Yeah, where he plays his own partner. It yeah. It's a weird one. Uh I like this latest one that he made that was all stop motion animation. It was uh called Animalia. I have not seen that. It's it's decent. Um but it's it's an animated movie. It's like all like, you know, stop motion but it's like a those real those
0: type of movies catch you off guard too because you think you're watching a children's thing and then something yeah shit it ain't like, real it ain't for kids <laughs> this is. movie is
1: not for kids it's, <laughs> there's uh, a full on like 10 minute sex scene with puppets <laughs> yeah, have you seen
0: um, Mary and Max yeah like that oh man that's so dark yeah and, and to the point where like I knew I was gonna watch something like that's my yeah. kids like but it went we went too dark guys <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh there's did I you can't. watch Sausage Party? I still haven't seen Sausage Party. It was all right. I mean, I think they they did it because you know they can, mm-hmm. but and the animation was all right. But it, I I feel like you know it's not going to be like held up to like Pixar standards or anything. Yeah, it's it was it was like good enough. <laughs> but <laughs> the storyline was like, come on guys, like I wish, like my fifth stoner premise got turned into a mov- movie. Like it felt like this was their like fifteenth stoner premise. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and
1: if like, you what following- if we had a talking hot dog that like wanted to fuck a bun.
0: And, and I feel that the people that find that movie a problem are the ones that are just, you know, jumping on that on that kind of train. But if you've been watching that shit since super bad, you could kinda of tell that they've had to run through some notebooks to start to keep making it. Oh yeah, movies. this
1: is definitely like almost like you're getting to the bottom of the barrel, right? Yeah, Aren't yeah. you guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hot top time machine gave me mm, something mm. about that movie told me that. <laughs> like at least this was the end was like kind of a good premise. Yes. I don't know. The end of the world, and then a bunch of movie stars are like <laughs> held hostage. I don't know.
0: No, so something. So from that group of people, you already know that they're they're just going off of of a checklist or a notebook that but they're. That's just the thing. It's like when already. you're
1: at that level, whatever you think of is like somebody's like, oh well, yeah, that sounds good. We'll make that. <laughs> But if it came from me and you, they'd be like, you're retarded. You're fucking retarded. Yeah, Why would we are dumb.
0: That? Why would we ever
1: like, spend a dime on that? Yeah, you're a nobody. <laughs> We're not going to make something dumb like that. But if it comes from somebody that's made eight movies that have made money before, they're like, yeah, we'll make that stupid movie. Sure. We'll do whatever you want. You're a fucking brand. that." cranks in dollars
0: (laughs) all right you know what's giving me that same kind of like trippy feeling have you heard about the new snoop dogg and martha stewart show yes on vh1 yeah that's that's the shit that makes me feel like if we went back in time 10 15 years somebody would be joking like imagine somebody making a fucking show with martha stewart and snoop dogg and you see it and it plays out exactly like that they're cheesy as fuck (laughs) <laughs> yep
1: yep and that's the thing if you or i tried to pitch that show they'd be like shut the fuck up stoner get the hell out of here who even let you in this building <laughs> but then like snoop himself or somebody of snoop's says hey wouldn't it be funny if this d- happened they're like let's get six made right now right <laughs> <laughs> and i think that's what makes hollywood kind of cool but not that cool is that like once you've established yourself, you've created now a wave of now, if you made one good thing, you can now make eight shitty things. Because you made that one good thing at the beginning.
0: J.J. Abrams.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's the thing. So you, you make one thing, and then, like Kevin Smith, he's made some really good movies. But now people have said like his last like four or five movies have been not that great. But he's still able to make four or five as a, movies. As a
0: fan of Kevin Smith, you you accept those flops. Yeah, I feel that if you if you follow him this long,
1: like, I like what was the one cop the the cop buddy movie that he made with like uh with oh the Kevin Hart and Ice Cra- Cube? No, it was no, like, Bruce Willis. No, it was Bruce Willis and Tracy Morgan. Oh, okay, yes, was,
0: <laughs> so, that's so racist for me to <laughs> <see Kevin Smith's. laughs> But, yeah, I remember that. that. That
1: that one was all right, but then his last two,
0: dialogue party. That was a dialogue party. I liked Red State. Red
1: State was tight.
0: Raced. It was amazing. Red was amazing. Yeah. But also, after what Red better St- use of Michael Parks than fucking Red State?
1: Exactly. But that's the thing. So after he makes Red State, he makes Tusk, and then he makes Yoga Hosers. And you're and both of those movies. I still haven't seen Yoga Hosers. How's that? Don't. No? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it just because I got it for free. And and it's like, yeah. It's, I, I there's a reason he, why it got I, 20% I, on Rotten Tomatoes. It's not because the reviews are so way- skewed. It's like, yeah, it's not that good. I'm not saying he's a horrible person that should never make another movie ever in his life. But I'm just saying like when you make a few good movies that are Clerks, Mallrats, Chasing Amy, then you can make eight shitty movies and people will be like, so what? He made those good movies still.
0: Yeah, because it doesn't rely on the studio saying yes or no. It relies on whatever fans are able to stick with it's it. Just or stick with it
1: and you're putting lo- out your own shit. But here's the thing: when if when it's us still coming out, we don't have any credits. The only way we're gonna have success is if we have like a fucking hit the first thing coming out. Like oh yeah, we have to have. Our first thing always be famous. Like if your first thing is stupid and uh-huh. piece of shit, then you're not gonna get that five extra. But if it's good, then you get the five extra. Now, uh, do you hold Tusk against Kevin Smith? Tusk was all right, but okay. not my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't defend that to be good, but uh, people are like they hate. I Kevin saw Smith it. At, I saw it of- in the theaters, thinking, okay, this is gonna be interesting. Not thinking. Oh, this is automatically Kevin Smith. I'm gonna love it, but I already knew going in like this is a movie. He, yes, because I heard the podcast and everything, and the podcast. Exactly, the fucking podcast exactly. was hilarious. The podcast, believe me, that's the was only reason great. that I forgive the movie because it came from a fucking pot smoking. And podcast. I'm envious. I'm envious. There's, you know, how many podcasts I've made of movies or or premises or just ideas that i've thought in my head of like this would be amazing to watch or do i the fact that he could do it i'm already like props on you props on you because you have had the ability to think of an idea like that and then go do it i can only think of the ideas i don't i don't have the means to do it i don't have like the 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 connections and the money and the know-how to go like hey me and J.J. thought of this, like, cool premise of this next rom-com. Let's go make to, it. To be fair, he,
0: they weren't riffing on it knowing that it was going to be made. It was, No. It was completely just bullshitting. He
1: bullshitted you know? it, but then after the fact, he was like, hey, that was funny. Yes. Let's go
0: now do this. <laughs> because that on its own would be funny. Right. The fact that you
1: would make a movie out of something stupid that you just said. But in six weeks... Are we going to be able to go, hey, that podcast that we did, that was pretty funny. We should go do it. And then six months later, we have a a rom-com made by J.J. and D. Williams. With Rude Morales as a bad guy petting horses. He's the (laughs) evil villain in the rom-com movie, (laughs) petting horses. I'm trying to break up the the two transgendered people.
0: It's hard to believe that there's not one director listening to this going, you know what, that would be fucking gold.
1: Now, I will say, like, you know how famous uh, or how popular uh, that mo- movie Tran- Tangerine was? That that transgender movie? I still haven't seen that. That was made on an iPhone? I still haven't seen that. Yeah. But I, I heard, I heard so of it. Yeah, that was an indie film, Darling. So now, if we made a movie about two transgender people <laughs> on an Android phone then we'd probably make twice as much money. You mean the movie? You know, the, on the, the video new Google on phone, iPhone, on though. the new Pixel phone, we could make a, a new rom-com with two transgender women. Well,
0: I have a video with two trannies in my phone, but I don't think it would qualify <laughs> for any award. It's going to be qualified for Sundance soon. Sundance will not approve.
1: That's a, that sounds like the time I uh, had sex with two women on the same day. Holy shit I don't hear that <laughs> <laughs> like I was kind of kind of breaking it off with this one chick and I was you know kind of trying to say like hey we can't be together blah 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 because in reality I was trying to get with this other girl mm-hmm. and so I end up like going on a date and then hooking up with the girl that I wanted to hook up with. And then after I'm in like that, I don't know, what do you want to call it, like um, refraction period, Okay, <laughs> she leaves. And then the other old girlfriend calls me up a second time and goes like, we should really hang out. And, you know, if you want me to come over, I can, you know, make you want me to come, you know, hang out just that much more. And it's like, uh, what are you saying? And she's like, I'll suck your dick. <laughs> And you're like, well, well, you know, in my head, I'm like, well, I already got my dick suck once today, but <laughs> twice, why not? Like, who does I already, I already met know? my quota for the yeah. day, but
0: who's to stop me from putting in some extra credit?
1: Especially when she's like, hey, do you want me to come over and do this? Yes. And then, okay, so you, I have it go down. And then because life is not with me and the universe is like, slowly fucking with me as the one girl is the the old girlfriend is leaving from the second party the first girl shows up because she lost her hair Brett. and she's just so happened to wanting to come back to my house to make sure it wasn't there now these girls don't know each other they don't know each other but they know each other they don't know that they're both hanging out with me. That's what I'm thinking. Like, do they, But they do you know, know each other. That's
0: what I do. Are you sure that they weren't communicating? Maybe. Okay, but this going, was
1: huh? kind of before cell phones. Okay, okay, okay. Keep on. Sorry, sorry. But they knew each other because we all worked in the same company. Okay, okay. So they knew of each other, but they didn't know like, oh, you're hooking up with him and I'm hooking up with him. No, but there's no way they're going to know. No. Okay, okay. Until that moment when she shows up going, hey, is, where, where's my hair, bright? And then the other girl's like, I don't know. I'm just leaving. And then, of course, she's like, well, why are you here? And then, of course, she's like, what do you mean? Why am I here? I'm sucking his dick. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, "Well, I was uh. just sucking his dick before you were. What the hell?" And then of course, they bo- me a soda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they both turned to me, going, "We both sucked your dick. What the hell?" <laughs> Wait, but but they didn't lead to action.
0: All three combined, it was a realization that no, it wasn't a porno a- where ah. it was like,
1: "Hey." You you hooked up with them. I hooked with them. Let's hook up all, all together. together. <laughs> yeah, it's like no. I love you. You love me. <laughs> Let's get together, and love Barney. Come on. <laughs> you would you know in retrospect you would think that would have happened, but it, it didn't.
0: But you it didn't. had two out already. You were yeah. two out already. I, in, I could understand. In fact,
1: it went the exact opposite <laughs> way, and they said, "Hey, by, by the way." Both of us are not going to suck your dick ever. ever again. Again. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> of course, it would go that way. <laughs> Guess what? They the same fun. They lived up to their to their promise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're uh, yeah, women
0: of the word. If you could say one thing about them,
1: <laughs> yeah, that was the last time I had uh, two girls suck my dick on the same day. <laughs> I wonder if that's the last time they
0: met up. After sucking the same guy's dick ever. <laughs> like, if that was the only instance... Like, hey, you again! Well, <laughs> you were the first one this time. Stop leaving your Brits here! <laughs> bitch, be careful with your breaths.
1: <laughs> she even recognized... Oh, this, this
0: bitch breaths again! Yeah.
1: <laughs> Is this Sally? <laughs> she leaves her breaths a lot of times. She calls her and
0: Hey, I think you left your Brits here. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Are you at Steve's house?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Steve's like, hey, don't take that. That belongs to another girl. i was like, no, no, no. I know her.
1: I know her. <laughs> oh, fuck. Now, I mean, to be honest, it still was an awesome day. Hey. Still. <laughs> I don't see how you could call that an <laughs> awesome day, man. <laughs> I mean, how, how many times have you had your dick sucked twice? Not many. Even if it went horribly wrong later. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of men can say that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Alright. Uh, I think on that note, maybe we should probably end it. Uh, this has definitely been a, a, a thin slice of heaven. Thank you again, JJ or Jose Juan. <laughs> nah, man. Thank you. It's
0: been fucking awesome. I didn't think it was going to be this fun. I was going to be like, man, I should probably flake. <laughs> I ah! meant <I'm> up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <plug it> <laughs> nah, this was dope, man. Thank you. Anytime you want, any anybody flakes, let me know. <laughs>
1: Definitely. I will. And uh, if, do you want to uh, plug anything? Uh, do any dates? Uh, any uh, uh, social media sites that I you want um, promote?
0: JJ Stashbox on Facebook if you want to follow that. I haven't posted in a bit, but I should post about the TV shows I'm watching. Other than that, uh, I'm open mics around Long Beach and San Pedro weekly.
1: So Thanks, just kid. catch me there all right guys well thanks again for tuning in to this week's what uh this comics life with your host me d williams aka daryl williams aka dumbass aka drunk guy that's definitely hanging out with some uh, favorite friends and also uh probably too much about their personal lives <laughs> okay do you have a twitter what, what's the twitter
0: I have a Twitter it's, uh, at JJ Puzzles. JJ Puzzles. J A Y J A Y P A Z O S. JJ Puzzles. Follow me on Twitter.
1: Definitely. And if you want to follow me, definitely go to the D stories, the D stories at Twitter, or you can go to this comics life on Facebook or Instagram, or you can hit me up on the archaic email, which is this comics at gmail.com. Definitely hit us up at wherever you find podcasts. It's all there. Subscribe and tell a million friends and thank you again and peace out.